Hello, and welcome back to Deplorable, a podcast where a couple of friends dredge the internet for the deepest lore. I'm Michael Bastine. And I'm Billy Staples. And today we bring to you a topic that was way more fun to research than I anticipated, Skittles. Billy, how are you going to explain Skittles to our audience? So Skittles is a candy that is consisting consists of a round outer shell that's hard, usually. There's one outlier to that. With a soft inner part, usually containing some sort of fruit-based flavor. They're very similar to M&M's, and as far as my research told me, they exist around the world. They're a global thing. Yeah, they do seem to be a global flavor. Now, my stance on Skittles is no thank you. I'm not a Skittles fan, and I do think you are a criminal if you choose to mix Skittles into a bowl of M&M's, because... I don't care if you like Skittles or not. No one likes reaching into a bowl, expecting one thing and getting another. Yeah. How about you, though, Billy? How do you feel about Skittles? You enjoy enjoy a Skittles? I very enjoy Skittles. So we have two conflicting viewpoints. The good news is really our, our opinions on Skittles don't matter. Um, how do you feel, Billy, about the fact that uh, a singular Skittles is still referred to as a Skittles? Uh, I mean, it, it feels weird to say it that way. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, like, moose refers to just can more one or more. Yeah, you're right. They're, the plural of moose is moose. It's not meese or moosin. My two moose and donuts. Musai. Musai. I don't know. I for some reason it just Skittles seems like the kind of thing that a singular one should be a Skittle. Yeah. But that may just I mean that may just be because we're used to saying it that way. Uh Billy, how'd your research go? Cause I had well, I found some things that were wholly cursed that I regret learning but i had a blast researching this stuff there's so I, much i i watched a compilation of the funniest commercials mhm got done with the video and was like i think i'm going to look into like the history of skittles cuz that was <laughs> that was too much Oh, I have good news then, Billy, because that means our research will not overlap too terribly much because my research. See, you got to understand, dear listeners, that Skittles has a lore and the lore for Skittles runs deep. Basically, the gist of it is run under the assumption that the Skittles commercials happen in an interconnected universe that follows like one sort of consistent rule set uh, in the same way that, you know, when you read a Marvel's comic, you don't assume that uh, the Spider-Man comics happen in a separate universe than, you know, the Captain America comics, unless it's explicitly stated. So it's always the Skittles commercials and man, their world is terrifying and strange, and someone is running around cursing like everybody in that universe. 
Yeah. My goodness. I assume they're curses, by the way. I Mostly because they seem to largely be negative effects um, or conditions. Although one was a, one seems to be something like a viral infection rather than a curse. So that's gonna, that's a different set of uh, things that, that opens up a whole other can of like, okay, the lore goes deeper here. Uh, Billy, why don't you, why don't you talk to us a little bit about the history of Skittles? So before coming over to America, they were actually a British candy. They were over really? in, the, in the UK. Well, I guess back then it was Great Britain, but yeah, the, yeah. The, it's a shame that us dumb Americans can't keep track of what uh, what countries are what over in the sort of Greater England but kind of. They they were only available in Britain for five years before coming to America in in 1979. That's oddly enough, that's a little more recent than I expected them to. I now, would have put them closer to like the fifties. They stayed as a import. So you could only get them from certain places because we had to import them from Britain until nineteen eighty two when we actually started locally producing Skittles here in America. Do you know were they always called Skittles or They were always called Skittles from what I could from what my research has told me. Okay. One of the one of the rare uh, foods that came over to America and didn't get a new name, or yeah. came over to the United States and didn't get a new name. Smarties. <laughs> so we know we know where the skittle the skittles originated from. Yes, we're not entirely sure who they came from. Well, I mean, you've seen the commercials, right? Skittles have just sort of spontaneously been produced from a variety of situations. Uh, how about you tell us about some of the... Well, you never did give us the name of who produced the Skittles, and I was waiting for that. Well, I... We... We don't know. Oh, wait, you you just said we don't know. I'm dumb. We know when, but we don't know who produced the Skittles. Well... You know what? That's fair. Uh, all right. So, huh? I so I looked at all these commercials under the uh, sort of in the um, with the eyes of someone researching a phenomenon, where I was just kind of documenting cases and conditions and effects. I was attempting initially to build a power set, uh, like a list of things, kind of like in the um, kind of like what we did with uh, Fruit Loops, kind of like what we did with Fruit Loops in the Fruit Loops episode, where we kind of listed off these are the things that Fruit Loops seem to be capable of doing under the right circumstances with the right know-how. In the Skittles universe, the Skittles verse, if you will. It seems to be a lot less that Skittles are the originators of power and a lot more that Skittles seem to be a byproduct of various curses. 
Oh. For the the first one that I kind of came upon was the infamous Skittles pox. There were seemingly two documented cases, although only one was apparently medically diagnosed. Also, quick step back, uh, put on y'all's tinfoil hats, because we're talking about the lore of the Skittles verse, not anything that was actually diagnosed in real life. This is purely the lore of, like, the Skittles commercial world that they have created. But there was one individual uh, who claimed to be infected with Skittles pox. Now, we don't know if the Skittles pox is actually a viral infection, as with the chicken pox. But what we do know is that it does appear to be contagious. The exact nature of how you contract the infection is a little fuzzy, but one surefire way of doing it appears to be plucking one of these Skittles off of the face of the person who has the Skittles pox, because I forgot to mention this, the primary symptom of Skittles pox is that you grow Skittles out of your skin. Hmm. It's terrible. It's absolutely atrocious. And then one ghoul decided... I'm going to pluck one of the Skittles off of this person's face and eat it. Upon which point, she was almost instantaneously afflicted, apparently, with the same virus, the same infection, and was covered in Skittles growing out of her skin. This is a terrifying infection. Now, to be fair, she ate one of the Skittles. That's a pretty easy move not to pull. Yeah. I'm going to take a brief moment now to apply a pop filter to my microphone because I have already noticed my mic peaking once or twice. And I would like to prevent this in the future because I have a lot I have a lot of feelings about this topic. So excuse me, I'm going to cut out the the resulting horrible noise, but Billy, you're going to be stuck with it. Have you seen that commercial, Billy? The one with the, the Skittles box? I actually remember seeing that on TV. <laughs> yeah, it was... I don't know if it was one of the Super Bowl commercials. But I did find a commercial that appeared to actually be a Russian commercial. It may not have been uh, one released in Russia. It may just have been produced and released in Russian. But... Yeah. I'm pretty sure... Judging So the end slate of every commercial is a... Uh, it's a color wash with uh, a rainbow that appears on it, and there is always a slogan intoned by the narrator at the end that is, blank the rainbow, taste the rainbow. Uh, that blank being replaced by a bunch of different verbs, I guess, based on the actual commercial itself. Uh, one of them was, annoy the rainbow, taste the rainbow. But this Russian, in this Russian commercial, we see, we open on a bear, and this bear is covered in Skittles, much in the same way that uh, the individual from the previous Skittles pox commercial was. And this bear you see rolling in, uh, in the grass. It then gets up and goes to a nearby village, and uh, in initially... The villagers are frightened. They're like, it's a bear, it's a bear. And they grab, you know, pitchforks and stuff. And they kind of form a line of defense as the bear tries to kind of wander in. 
it's the bear stops in front of them, lays down on its back and kind of rolls over, basically. And these people come closer to the bear and they pluck one of the sk- one of them plucks a skittle from this bear, eats the skittle, says, mmm, skittles. And then the commercial ends, basically. Now, the reason why I bring this up in connection with the initial Skittles Pox commercial is because it it propo- it seems to me if we draw a parallel between chicken pox and Skittles pox, where chicken pox are frequently characterized another uh, another symptom seems to be itchy skin. If we apply a similar condition and this it, that this Skittles pox causes a similarly sort of itchy skin, the bear rolling in the grass may have been trying to scratch itself. Which is what leads me to believe that this bear may be afflicted with the same Skittles pox condition that the human child was afflicted with. The human, like, teenager. The full extent of the implications of this are uh well quite a lot because it means that for one thing animals appear to be able to be infected by this uh virus and also we have no idea if this was like a different strain of the virus or if this is a virus that if this is like the same strain and it can just be passed on to humans is that entire village going to be infected now with skittles pox is skittles pox a deadly condition is it a is it is a is it a an infection that is dangerous or is it something that you know you'll get and then you'll get an immunity to immunity to we don't see many cases of skittles pox in the skittles universe which could mean that this is just not as infective despite how rapid uh the infection can spread it may not be something that is uh, like pandemic level of infectious. It may be that just eating the skittles on the other on the infected creature is what spreads the infection. In which case, it's a fairly benign thing. Just don't pluck weird growths off of another person's face and eat them. <laughs> yeah. Billy, I have so much more. That is just the tip of this iceberg. Uh, let's see. Let me let me find. Let's talk about this weird rainbow phenomena in the Skittles universe. So there is in the Skittles universe a kind of because we were talking about uh, not knowing who produced Skittles. So I'm 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 bringing up things that I have found in the Skittles verse, which appear to be able to produce Skittles. These rainbows seem to be able to do this. And the reason I'm kind of referring to them strangely is because they don't appear to follow the standard sort of laws of physics that a rainbow would. Because, you know, a rainbow is literally just refracted, refracted, refracted light. Yeah. These rainbows that you see that are capable of producing Skittles in the Skittles verse, in the Skittles verse, seem to be something that can actually be like physically interacted with. There was one commercial in which this uh, dubious couple uh, were enjoying some Skittles and then they, they finished their Skittles and proclaimed, 
looks like we're out of Skittles. And so they went down into their basement where they had a rainbow tied up. And then they proceeded to start electrocuting the rainbow and setting it on fire and um, doing various things which appear to be inflicting harm upon the rainbow, which caused it to produce Skittles. Skittles just kind of began raining out from beneath it. Aside from the fact that this is terrifying and an absolutely wild concept that there would, like, this was an inter... Hmm. This was, in a word, an interesting choice for a method of selling your product. But this proposes that there are rainbows or rainbow-like creatures, possibly, that can have, like, heat-based or electrical trauma inflicted to them, which will cause them through some auto res- automatic response or... or um. I forget what the word is for your fight or flight response or whatever to just start producing Skittles. We also see in another commercial a similar what what I have to presume is a similar rainbow, which um, seems to be capable of acting as a wormhole to another time or location. Someone was someone basically stuck their head through this this rainbow and their head popped out of another rainbow on a deserted like uh, not a deserted island because there was someone on the island, but uh, near an island that seemed to be far away from where that person was because they were in a place that was, you know, in no way surrounded by water. And in this location, there was a man on this island just kind of munching on some Skittles. And then there was a giraffe that was able to be, I quote unquote, milked for Skittles, which was a very unsettling sight. But more to the point, this giraffe appeared to be taking bites out of a rainbow, which I have to assume was a rainbow that was connected to the other rainbow-like phenomena due to the fact that, you know, you could actually touch it and physically interact with it. It does, it does bring up the question of, Was eating the rainbow the cause of this giraffe being able to be milked for Skittles? Or was this just a natural trait of the giraffe? We may never know, because we never see this giraffe again. But that's not the only weird weather-based phenomenon (laughs) that produced Skittles in the Skittlesverse. We have what appears to be a cloud-like creature... I I call it a creature because it seems to follow a lot of the characteristics of what you like, kind of like a dog. Someone walked it around like a pet. It responded to external stimulus and appeared to also respond to like it. It seemed to reproduce. It seemed to respond to external stimulus. It seemed to we, we don't know if it's capable of growing. Um, but it did seem to consume, or at least it was able to be injected with something, like with a shot, kind of like a, a normal creature could. That's not necessarily a trait of something that's being that's alive, but there are enough things about this weird cloud creature that lead me to believe it is likely to be 
some kind of living creature. It may not be a living creature as we understand living entities, but when it becomes pleased, it seems to be capable of producing Skittles in a manner much like rain. This creature is a big cloud. And by big, I mean it's like large dog-sized. Uh, it hovers. It is capable of hovering some uh, around, just judging by what I saw in the commercials, around three to four feet off the ground is kind of about what it, where it hovered at. It was not made of mist. It was definitely made of a physical substance because you were able to, we see in a later commercial that someone was able to take a pair of regular clipping shears to this cloud, which by the way, as parts of this cloud were sheared off, those little bunches of cloud began instantly levitating and then were able to very quickly produce Skittles like rain. So that appears to be, they. this cloud creature appears to be capable of reproducing through division, just, just flat out division. You cut a part off, that part is now its own separate cloud creature. It seems to be, uh, it seemed that when this cloud creature was made angry, or if it felt ill, it would become darker and looks look more like a storm cloud. And in one instance, it was capable of actually emitting a bolt of lightning and intentionally directed this lightning at a person that it did not like. What? <laughs> this isn't a Skittles commercial. <laughs> this is a series of Skittles commercials. I've got a whole lot more. Like, I can keep going. I just, I'm, I'm... Do you have anything to add? I'd like this to be a conversation more than more than a monologue. I did, I did see all three of the cloud advertisements. Thoughts? Thoughts on, the, thoughts on these advertisements? The old lady that's walking in has to be some sort of minor deity. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. Like, she is one of the theories or fates or something... How did she wrangle a cloud? You know, there were there are known magic users in the Skittles verse. Uh, I was not able to find the commercial for it, but I am I am under. In my research, I saw rumors of a commercial which featured Merlin. Oh, yeah, I don't know any of the details. Like I said, I couldn't find this commercial. So it may not be extant or it may just be that no one was able to get a recording of this commercial for for youtube yeah no the skittles commercials are hmm they are all something and there are many that are that dip into this like i gotta call it horror or something it's it's very unsettling Oh, did you find the Halloween commercial, Billy? Is that what is that what got you kind of turned you away from looking at the Skittles commercials? Uh, I don't remember. The Halloween Skittles commercial was the one with the giant spider. Yeah, yeah, okay. I didn't see that one. Okay, that's where I had to stop. Yeah, watching no, because the, good because there because the further you follow that rabbit hole down, the darker and darker it gets. Yeah, no, that's that was a terrifying giant spider. 
I've looking through these commercials. I was trying so hard to remember the term for abs- it's like absurdist horror is what I would almost call it. It's like it was aiming for co- it's like Skittles was aiming for comedy and just missed so hard. <laughs> they went for comedy and then straight in the uncanny valley. Yeah, no, it, you know what else? You know what else kind of fits into the same genre? The the what other cursed creation that no one wants to remember? Uh, the puppy monkey baby. Should have let that. Should have let that commercial be. Should have let that commercial die. I know, but I, I have to bring it up because that is that same level of absurdist horror that I don't understand why companies think it will help sell their product, but. You know, even as I have that feeling and even as I hate those commercials, we're talking about them. What we was that commercial them. even for? I think it was I think it was Mountain Dew. I don't I'm pretty sure it was Mountain Dew. It may have been Doritos, but I'm pretty sure it was Mountain Dew because I kind <laughs> of made a mental note to not buy Mountain Dew ever again. I think it was Mountain Dew because I think the the puppy monkey baby was holding like a, a metal bucket full of ice with Mountain Dew in it. Yeah, I just don't... Uh, I want to know whoever wrote that, what they were on. <sighs> there had to have been some sort of drugs involved with that. If the goal was to make a memorable advertisement, they definitely nailed that. It was an, It was a memorable advertisement. There also appeared to be some kind of so so have jumping back real quick to the degree to which individuals in the Skittles verse appear to be cursed with conditions related to Skittles. There was an individual in a commercial who, uh, whenever they lied, Skittles shot from their ears. Oh. Why? Who did this curse? Who inflicted this on this person? Was it spontaneous? Are people in this in this universe just afflicted by this kind of stuff? There's another person in one of the more famous Skittles commercials who has this Midas touch-like curse, which when he touched things, those things turned into Skittles. That is clearly a curse. Like, that's literally in our real-world Greek mythology. Yeah. But there's another individual in the Skittles verse, a separate individual that is afflicted with the same curse. It's the same thing. Like, it is the exact same thing, and it is a different person. I have to imagine, like... That that kind of coincidence is far too out there to be a naturally occurring phenomenon, unless there is a something that specifically does that. It's not chance. That didn't happen by chance. There's no way that happened by chance. These kinds of things don't happen by chance in real life. I mean, they do, but it's way too specific. It has to be some kind of intentional curse, right, Billy? Like, I'm not crazy. I mean, I am yeah, crazy, that, but that's besides the point. That 
That has to be an intentional curse by something. Which leads me to believe, like, leads me to ask the question, who's doing this? Who is responsible for these? There is another curse in the Skittles verse where there is an individual who has a, seems to have uh, parts to a mechanism similar to the candy gachapon machines that you can find in, like, diners. You know, those little, those little machines where you put, like, a quarter in and you turn the knob and and oh. candy comes out the little, little yeah. chute. Yeah. Where he has something like that embedded in his chest. So there's like a big knob in like his like his uh, solar plexus rib cage kind of area. And there's a, a chute embedded in his stomach, like roughly where his belly button would be. And he like you turn, you turn you turn the knob exactly like you would for one of those machines, and Skittles comes out of that little chute. I... Who what? is doing this? <laughs> Who is cursing these people? And why? Is it just some kind of malevolent mage? Like some kind of evil sorcerer? Is it some kind of skittles monkey's paw what is causing this to happen skittles do seem to have some sort of power some sort of ability to manifest like in uh, some kind of innate power in the skittles verse the most notable Reference is in one of the commercials, uh, an individual pulls a Skittle out of the bag. The entire world, backing up a little bit, in one of the Skittles commercials, the entire commercial is in black and white. And this guy pulls a Skittle out of a bag and hucks it at something and it fixes the color on it. So they seem, Skittles seem to have, at least to a limited degree, a similar ability to the Fruit Loops from the Fruit Loops verse where they can restore color to an object that is supposed to be in color. That's been cursed with black and whiteness. Hmm. Now the question is, how far does that go? And is that a core part of all of these curses in the Skittles verse? I propose that it is. And my, my, my reasoning comes from a video game produced not by Skittles, but sponsored by Skittles, called Darkened Sky. Oh. It is an early 2000s game. It had a port to the GameCube. It was originally a PC release. In this game, there is... Which, this game, by the way, is like an action-adventure RPG that has almost nothing to do with Skittles. But Skittles play a very crucial role in this action RPG. In that the entire magic system revolves around Skittles. Placing Skittles together in certain orders gives you access to different spell-like abilities. Things like shooting bolts of ice, or limited flight, or the ability to walk on lava. The ability... 
it seems that Skittles is Skittles are able to be combined in certain ways to produce magical effects. And because this is a Dark and Sky is a game that is sponsored by this by Skittles, and B, there is evidence to support that Skittles are cap- have magical like abilities to them, magical effects, magical stuff, uh, in the Skittles verse, uh, the official, like the, the commercials. I think it is re- like I think that is reasonable evidence to support that the events of Darkened Sky happen in the same universe as the main Skittles verse, which would be from the commercials. If that is the case, I propose that somewhere in the Skittles verse, there is some kind of Dr. Frankenstein mad sorcerer supreme who has acquired too many skittles and has gone mad with power and is taking their aggression out on anybody around them that they don't like in the skittles verse there is a creature that appears to be made of yogurt. Oh. It's terrifying. It is a weird humanoid blob that seems to be made of just yogurt. And I don't fully know all of the powers and abilities of Yogurt Boy, as it is referred to in the commercial that Yogurt Boy shows up in. Because the only thing that Yogurt Boy seems to be used for is to coat Skittles in yogurt. It is unclear as to whether Yogurt Boy is pleased by this process, largely due to the fact that Yogurt Boy's reaction is so esoteric and terrifying that I can't tell if it was a good reaction or a bad reaction. It was just scary. I can't tell if Yogurt Boy was happy about covering things in yogurt. Um, yogurt Boy was not actively doing the coding. This this butler-like fellow had a Skittle, or sorry, a Skittles in a in a in tongs and stuck the tongs into Yogurt Boy. And after Yogurt Boy reacted, question mark, the tongs and the Skittles were removed resulting in a yogurt-coated Skittles. If that's not Frankenstein's monster, I don't know what is. That's a construct. That is clearly a, a construct made of yogurt and imbued with life through Skittles magic. Yogurt column. Which is one of the wildest sentences I have said on this show so far. <laughs> I'm sorry, Billy, that I haven't given you very much time to talk in this episode. <laughs> it's fine. It those Please, we're, like, give me something here, because I can keep going. I've got more, but... 
I need to know your thoughts and feelings. I know I'm not giving you enough time to think of a response, but my other group was like, I wasn't in a, in the voice chat with them, but I was messaging them on, on discord. They were he like seeing my reactions to some of these. And when I got to the yogurt one, I did just have to walk away from my computer for a little bit and process what I just saw. Yogurt boy. <laughs> it's yogurt boy. We hate yogurt boy and not really due to any. Neg- I don't think yogurt boy is necessarily a bad creature, but I have no idea whether or not they are even sentient um, or sapient rather like they they have not from from what I can tell. They've not really made an attempt to speak. They just reacted, basically, like they made noises and it was terrifying. They may be a perfectly pleasant creature to be around. I don't know. But they're very scary. And I don't like them. Have you seen Yogurt Boy in action, Billy? No. Good. (laughs) Between that... Between that advertisement and the spider one, I just... I... What happened over at the people who produce... Billy, who produces Skittles? That's not Nabisco. Nestle? Uh, Mars... Mars's food company? Mars! No. Yeah, no, that Mar- was, it's Mars. Skittles is a... Yeah. Is a Mars brand. Uh, specifically, Skittles are marketed by the Wrigley Company, which is a division of the Mars... Mars Incorporated. Yeah. What happened, Wrigley? What happened? So while we're on this long parade of discussing the advertisements, I'm going to slip in the a, a fact from real life into here. Skittles has one of the long, longest-running advertisement campaigns ever. Really? It originated in 1994, and it's been going to this day. I I find that kind of surprising. What do you What do you define like how How are we defining uh, advertising campaign in this case? Because we we like we've been getting like Kool Aid advertisements and Cap'n Crunch advertisements for longer than that. I think in that context, it's referring to t- uh, television advertisements. Okay, because our because the oldest Kool Aid commercials just just Google searching oldest Kool Aid ad, uh, we got one from the nineteen fifties. You think maybe maybe it's talking about like the longest running. Um, like it's been this it seems to have been the same kind of commercials for a very yeah. long time. I, I, I feel like it may be the same like the same universe without changing the mascot or the general like I I think that's what it what it is, is that it's from nineteen ninety four onward they were finally using the Blank the Rainbow, Taste the Rainbow. Blank the Rainbow, Taste the Rainbow. Yeah. That makes sense. That that I could absolutely see if that's kind of been the longest running. That is interesting, though. I you know, there's been we took um, when I was going through college learning graphic design. Uh, we took a we had to take an advertising class, like advertising and marketing, because of course. And so we did a lot of looks through advertising campaigns, and 
since 94, like you said 94 or 95? Uh, 94. 94. So we're talking 20, that's a year older than me, 27 years uh, under the same slogan. That is a long marketing campaign. Yeah. um, the Got Milk marketing campaign went from supposedly 1993 to 2014. So it started a little earlier. But uh, that is a – that would make mean the Skittles campaign has got six years on the Got Milk campaign. That's an impressive length. Yeah. So, Billy. Yeah. Want me to keep going? <laughs> yeah, we could bring up um, the commercials involving I not Steve Buscemi, some singer. Oh yeah, uh, what's his face? Tyler, Steven Tyler. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a good one to bring up because it does have a pretty a pretty important. Um, that brings up one of the more uh, a an important example of uh, the sort of intrinsic power of Skittles, like Skittles, like actual magical ability, and also uh, gives credence to my proposition that Yogurt Boy is a construct created by the Skittles, the Mad Skittle Sorcerer, because in the first Skittles commercial commercial that uh, Steven Tyler. Uh, plays a part in you see a portrait made out of Skittles of Steven Tyler of his face which then proceeds to animate and not only is it able to move it is able to produce noise despite having no apparent vocal cords or lungs to speak of not only that but it does appear to be sentient and separately sentient from Steven Tyler, despite being, you know, a a Skittles recreation of Steven Tyler. It was, it still had his voice. Somehow, somehow, this Skittles construct of Steven Tyler had Steven Tyler's voice and singing talent and you'd think this would be an isolated incident because at the end of this commercial Steven Tyler basically tricks Skittles Steven Tyler into singing at such a pitch that it shatters itself and it falls to pieces and the only piece left is its mouth which is still capable of speaking but there is a later commercial featuring Steven Tyler and Skittle Steven Tyler in which they hold a full-on conversation and start riffing and making songs. So, who made the Steven Tyler Skittle portrait? Was it just uh, a natural byproduct of creating a portrait of Steven Tyler out of Skittles that the Skittles then gave life to this portrait? Or is this portrait made by the same mad scientist sorcerer that has been cursing the rest of the population of the Skittles verse? I propose this. 
this Skittle sorcerer that is clearly wreaking havoc on the world at large is not as mad or as evil as they had once seemed. Because there is something that we have not been talking about this whole time. And that is people's obsession with Skittles in this universe. There is a commercial in which one one uh, youth has been cursed uh, and his teeth are Skittles. His teeth are just made out of Skittles. And another youth discovers this fact and kisses the cursed lad and eats his teeth. (laughs) She eats his teeth, which are Skittles. No remorse. She even smiles at him as she walks away, eating his teeth. That is a level of obsession with Skittles that goes beyond, like, that is sociopathic. Yeah. There are, in in every instance where people are able to produce Skittles naturally, uh, there is one man who is cursed so that his sweat is Skittles. Um, All of these people are taken advantage of by the people around them so that the people around them can get more Skittles. And the people around them are completely numbed to the fact that they are eating Skittles that are produced by someone's, like, sweat glands. Which is disgusting. Yeah. I think that this Skittle sorcerer the reason that all of these people are cursed is because they discovered the lair of the Skittles sorcerer and have tried to basically in some way take advantage of this sorcerer. And in doing so brought calamity upon themselves for the Skittles sorcerer brooks no quarter and has no mercy for those who betray them. And so has cursed people in an attempt to drive them away. The only hole in this harebrained theory, conspiracy theory, comes in the form of another Skittles commercial. Well, not comes in, it's not specifically specific to that this commercial, but this commercial is a good example of it um in this commercial there are two people at a party and they appear to be afflicted by very similar curses when either of them eats a skittle uh, or a skittles sorry a skittles of a certain color they are then briefly able to emit light in the form of a like a colored beam of light from their mouth that matches the color of the Skittle that they ate, or the Skittles that they ate. And that light is accompanied by a sound. One person, for one person, it is uh, a red, for they have to eat red Skittles to gain this effect. 
and they emit a beam of red light. And the sound that plays, the sound that is produced, are the vocals for Gonna Make You Sweat by C Plus C Music Factory. Hmm. Which uh, is the, for those who don't remember, is the everybody dance now. That one. That's That song is titled Gonna Make You Sweat. And it is by C Plus C Music Factory. The other person, uh, when she eats a yellow Skittles, produces a yellow beam of light and emits the guitar riff for that song. So fortunately, it worked out for those two because they could then play a good portion of the song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but my point is, and the reason I bring this up, they neither of them seem to be fully aware of why they are afflicted with this condition. Which leads to me to believe it may have been done without their knowledge. And if that is the case... Oh, no, I know why that is. Because the Skittle Sorcerer has to erase their memories of where they... where their fortress is. Where their stronghold is. That's why nobody knows why they're afflicted with these curses. Because they had their memories erased. That... With the power of Skittles. Makes... sense. Don't say that makes sense. This is all absolutely insane. Everything that I've said this entire episode has been off-the-wall bonkers. I mean, yeah. But in my defense, that's the Skittles commercials. They are... wildly... out there. I I could keep going on, but we are running into an hour of recording. Billy... Yeah. Have, like... Please tell me your thoughts on all of this before we before we finish up. My only thought really is we need to track down that sorcerer and put a stop to the cursing. I know. And you know how we're going to do it? <laughs> is it going to be using the Crunchiverse? It's going to be using the Crunchiverse! <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be Captain Crunch's first... Like, Avengers-level threat. Captain Crunch is going to team up with Toucan Sam. I don't know how we're going to get Lucky from Lucky Charms into this, but we'll have to do that episode eventually. The Kool-Aid Man. And probably a couple of the Avengers. Maybe Doctor Strange. Yes, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange and Iron Man. (laughs) The Skittle Sorcerer is definitely connected to Doctor Strange in some way. I don't know how precisely, but that can only make sense that way because only Dr. Strange's comics are ones that are weird enough to be connected to the Skittles verse. <laughs> so it's going to be Captain Crunch, Toucan Sam. I, I, fe- I really feel like Lucky from Lucky Charms has got to be in, in on this one. I don't know exactly what his power set is. We still haven't done the research on that episode. Maybe that's for next week. I don't know. Maybe. And then Dr. Strange. You think Iron Man? I'm thinking Iron Man. I'll bet someone you, just, yeah. Someone should just stand off to the side and be like, this is crazy. Well, for that, you want Hawkeye. Hawkeye would also really be a good option. If you really want the full effect, Hawkeye would be a great option there. I feel like Iron Man would get involved because Tony Stark is inventing some kind of interdimensional 
like portal basically he basically tony stark is like inventing a stargate right or something similar to a stargate and it goes wrong and when interdimensional stuff goes wibbly you call dr strange because dr strange dabbles in that thing dabbles in strange stuff strange science and that is the the event those are the events that kick off the breach into the Crunchiverse and the Skittlesverse and creating this whole interconnected comic arc. This isn't just a single comic book. This is ex- <laughs> this is going to be the next epic in the Marvel franchise. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is absolutely deplorable. <laughs> oh, boy. Roll credits. Oh. I... We're going to call it here, gang. Thank you all for listening. Uh, feel free to get in touch with us at Deplorable on Twitter uh, for updates and spoilers without context and... To get in touch with us and let us know the deep lore that you think we've missed. Tell us all about everything that uh, we we haven't found in our research. Because boy howdy, there is a lot we haven't found. And there's also stuff like... I, I, I did intentionally avoid a number of commercials that didn't really expand the lore of the Skittles verse. But were just disturbing. Oh, the umbilical cord. Ugh. If you have if you have any suggestions or uh, definitely topic suggestions, we need more topic suggestions. You can also get in touch with us at uh, deplorablecontact at gmail.com. Is there anything uh, other than that, Billy? Anything you can think of? Nope. Got any any last thoughts or comments before we wrap up? Nope. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. All right. Thank you all for listening. I'm Michael Bastine. I'm Billy Staples. And you will hear from us next time. Bye.